0: In fact phospholipid rich food and feed source krill is sourced in the Antarctic has brought a level of scrutiny few fisheries have had to face. While NGOs like Greenpeace remain ideologically opposed to any kind of Antarctic commercial fishing activity, others like the Marine Stewardship Council and the World Wildlife Fund have backed a fishery that to date has never caught more than a third of an established 620 ton upper limit in any one year. Caroline Andor, head of the marine program at the World Wildlife Fund Norway, said the fishery was one of the world's best managed, a position not compromised by the fact the WWF receives funding from the biggest fish in the Antarctic krill pool, Arco Marine.
1: So we get economic funding uh, every year that it goes to WWF Norway in general to make sure that we have the capacity and resources to work with Arco B Marine in the best way possible to make sure that they actually fill up on their commitments and targets which we have made through our partnership. A partnership agreement isn't worth anything if we don't work into real measurements to improve the fisheries and making sure that it's sustainable managed.
0: And it's the WWF view that all fisheries can be sustainably managed.
1: Every fisheries, we believe that every fisheries can be done sustainable, as you say. What is important to remember that uh, not necessarily everybody agrees uh, with WWF and our definition of that, especially the fishing industry. In the case of Ackerbeam Marine, we have worked with them on different levels to make sure that they're doing sustainable fishing. And one of the things that we have done is working for them to get MSC certification. MSC certification is the best uh, eco-label, eco-label out there to make sure that fisheries are sustainable harvest and they entered into the MSC program in 2010.
0: Yet you have uh, a lot of question marks raised in, in various quarters. Some NGOs such as Greenpeace, do they have uh, justified grounds to do that?
1: Well I think every NGO's work in different ways and what uh, I think every NGO's has a part is playing is putting sustainable up there on the map because it's not that many years ago people didn't care too much about say, sustainability in fishery. It's what through the MSC certification through working with partnership which is a very open and transparent partnership where we have documentation and we're um and Marine have committed to put more documentation and getting more scientific research to make sure that they don't have a negative impact on the fisheries is very important for other NGOs as well. And what other NGOs can actually also be um, a good critical partner of pushing the industry even further. Uh, and that is for the whole NGO community together.
0: Okay, now you, you make the point there about, about documentation and, and the building of science. In the US, for instance, the retail chain to Whole Foods said that there's not enough documentation to justify the sustainability of, of the fishery. Are they not seeing the documentation that's coming through? Can, um, can you give me an example of some of the evidence that is there to show that the fishery, fishery is well managed?
1: Well, one of the concerns we have... We also, WWF, have had with the fisheries, quill fishery, is the overlap with, between marine predators. Because the fisheries in uh, Antarctica, they are done on regional places, kind of smaller scale units. So we have to make sure that the fishing pressure in one area doesn't have a negative impact on the food access for marine predators. So what we are doing now, together with Arker is having a map done. So we can actually see if there is any overlap between marine predators and the quill fishery of ARCA being marine and I think some of the documentation is out there is, of course, scientific. It's not very that accessible for everyone to to do. So it's also about uh, having processing different data. Uh, things doesn't change necessarily overnight. So you have to take the time and opportunity and to explain what the different data means and what this also means in a long term perspective. So the data on the mapping of uh, overlap, potential overlap between. Mat- marine predators and the quill fisheries for macrobiomarine is going to be finished in April this year.
0: Is there any data that exists about that now?
1: Uh, we already have some data, um, but we want to make sure that we process this and have it everything correct. So we will put out the document and uh, available for everybody to read to see if, if there is an overlap or not.
0: And what about um, bycatch, which is where you get other species caught in the pro- fishing process? In the tuna industry, for instance, bycatch of dolphins is is an issue. What what's the issues in bycatch in krill?
1: So there has been a history of having bycatch, or for example, seabirds and marine mammals. Uh, The aqua marine fisheries has zero bycatch of both the seabirds and marine mammals. The only bycatch they have have is of marine larvae, which is even smaller than the krill. So we have, as an NGO who's looking into all life (laughs) in the ocean, has raised some concern about that. We also have done um, some scientific research there and documentation, and so far we can see that there is not a lot of bycatch of marine larvae either.
0: Shane Starling for Nutri-Ingredients at the WWF headquarters in Oslo.